What's up, guys? Welcome to another Thursday podcast. I'm your host, Cass, your numbers girl. Now, today we're going to talk about bill collectors. Now, <laughs> as we all may know, because sometimes things happen and we get behind on a bill or two, bill collectors take harassment to a whole nother level. But because some people don't don't know their rights, they let them harass them or they constantly call every couple of minutes, every single day. Even if we answered the phone once and said, hey, we don't have it, there's somebody else is going to call and somebody else is going to call. It's annoying, but it shouldn't be that way. Here's what you can do to stop the calls, verify if the bill collector is even valid in your state, and then eventually see what you can do to pay back the debt. Now, let me go over how this works. Because hospital bills are uh, the biggest thing, um, I'll use that as an example. Say you go to the hospital. You go in for an emergency. Um, They don't have all your information. Eventually, you owe that debt because, I mean, unless you have insurance, and even if you do have insurance, sometimes it's not completely free. Somebody's paying something. Now, just say you didn't have any, any insurance. You had to go to the hospital. You got whatever you needed done. You came out. You didn't pay that debt because, say, whatever you had to get done costed $300. You just didn't have it. Now, what happens is the hospital will try to collect that debt for only a certain amount of time. Because it happens so often, hospitals will give you maybe one to three months and then they'll write it off or they'll allow a bill collection agency to um, buy your debt from them. Now, because usually when things happen like that, hospitals don't usually have all the information, especially if you didn't have insurance. They might just have your name and maybe a phone number, maybe even a address. Maybe. What happens is when that bill collection agency buys your debt, they only have what the hospital has. Or the information that the hospital has. So now they're trying to find who you are, um, information about you, and they're doing this more than likely through public searches. Um, So the first step is, and it could take years, just know it could take years before they actually find you or a person with your name saying, hey, this is your debt. Now, the first thing you should do when you get a call from a bill collection agency is to tell them, hey, um, all correspondence needs to go through the mail. Do not verify anything with them. Do not give them any information that they don't already have. If they want to verify you, they need to tell you what it is. If it sounds like they're guessing or if it sounds like... um. They don't know if it's the correct information. Stop all conversation. I need it through the mail. Send it to me. 
conversation over, they should not call you again. You as a consumer has a right to not be harassed by bill collection agencies. Um, They have an obligation to adhere to every rule that bill collection agencies have. And I'll put this on my site, um, what the actual act is um, that they have to adhere to so that you will know. Um, Step two is once you once they send you a letter um, with their name, because sometimes they'll abbreviate or they'll talk fast when they're on the phone. You can barely understand them. Um, Once it's in writing, you'll see all that information. Verify if they're even able to collect in your state. That's a big one, because if they're not registered with your state, they cannot collect in your state, which means you don't owe them because they can't collect in your state. If you choose to pay them anyway, that's on you. I wouldn't recommend it. But hey, um, once you verified whether or whether or not they are registered in your state, if they aren't, call stop. Debt is gone. They just bought a debt from the hospital. And that's on them. That's not on you. If they can't collect in your state, if they want to collect from you, then they need to register with your state. Um, And they can always do that. Just just know that, too. They can always register with your state and then you still owe them. But until then, you do not have to pay them anything. They should not be able to put it on your credit report. And even if they do, because they still would try all tactics that they can, um, it's easy to get it off. Now, step three would be after say they are eligible to collect in your state. Step three would to be to verify that you are the person that they're actually looking for. Um, I've gotten bills in my name, well, in a name that's like mine, but it wasn't me. Or if you're married or or. um or was living with somebody or even a relative of somebody. Um, sometimes they would try to come after you, but it's not your debt. It's not up to you to get them to pay a debt. It's not even up to you to tell them it's on them. They need to do their due diligence to find the person that they need to collect the debt from. If they don't have your correct last four or if they don't have your correct date of birth it's not on you to give it to them, but just know if you do give it to them and you do agree to pay, then you're on the hook for that debt. Unless it's just completely just not you at all. But if it is you that they're looking for and you give them the information that they need and you agree to pay even one dollar of the debt. You're on the hook. And from that day that you agree, that is your written agreement or verbal agreement with them. And you cannot dispute it at all. Because verbal agreements on the phone are really real. Um, it's legally binding. That's why you're. they always have to go through that spiel. You're on a recorded line, et cetera, et cetera. Because once you say, my name is um, Jane Doe. And yes, I do owe this debt and I will pay you. 
that's all they need. Even if um, you didn't sign a written agreement with them, they can still use your verbal agreement as a legally binding document saying that she agreed that she was going to pay this debt and you're on the hook for it. Now, from there, they are eligible to um, collect in your estate. You verify that it is you that they were looking for. Um, Request all documents from them because they should have these documents. They should have either the last bill where you owe such and such amount because they can just say, oh, well, we want to try to get $3,000 from her. But it was from a cell phone bill that you didn't pay that was only $100. How did it jump up from $100 to $3,000? Like, they need to verify why you owe them such and such amount. They need to, um, and if they don't have all this information, don't worry about it. I'll put information on my page. They, um, the kinds of letters that you can send them to basically, for lack of better words, have them cease and desist with this whole debt collection thing because they should have all information that you need to collect the debt. And if they put it on your credit report and they don't have the pertinent information that they need, then you can send a letter to them saying you don't have the information under the act. You cannot have this on my credit report, so please remove it. And if they don't remove it, no problem. Send the same information to the credit bureaus and they will review it and then remove it because you have rights. Even with uh, your credit report, you have rights to not have information or to not have a negative impact on your credit report because of uh, an agency who wants to collect from you but doesn't have all the information that they need to collect from you. Now, um, once you've done all this due diligence on your part and research of these companies, because there are a lot of companies out there who are legit and a lot that aren't legit as far as bill collection agencies, um, then see about paying the debt back. Because what happens is these debt collectors, or yeah, these bill collectors have bought this debt from the original company, whether it's a hospital or cell phone or TV company, whatever. Um, they're trying to get whatever amount they can from you. That's why they try to say, oh, well, we'll just take $1,000 or we'll just take 500 or we'll just take 800 because they just want to get whatever they can from you because they know it's a it's a risky game trying to buy a debt. If you didn't pay the original company, what what makes them think that you're going to pay them? So they pretty much will try to negotiate and accept whatever they can from you. Um, and I, like I said, do this all in writing. If you have $300 and your, um, and your bill was 600, they may take that. Just say, hey, this is all I have. I, I want to or ask them, hey, what how much can I pay this in full? Say I only have three hundred. Can this be paid in full? And if so, I need an agreement from you saying if I pay this 
amount in full, take it off my credit report. Because if you don't have that agreement with them and you pay that debt, they could still be reporting, even though it's a zero balance and it it will never go off your, your credit report. Yes, you may have heard after seven years, um, anything on your credit report will fall off. But that's seven years from the last date that it was reported. And I've had instances where um, a company kept reporting, even though it was a zero balance, and it was heck trying to get it off my credit report. Because for some reason, they keep report, they kept reporting it. So then I had to call the company. Then I had to call the credit bureaus. Then I had to, you know, get this information, get that information. And it's, it's a hassle. So it's best to have it in writing. So don't take it off your credit report. Then you can send that information or a copy of that information to the credit bureaus. Now, I've gone all over that and I hope you were writing it down or listening and things like that. Um, but... Please, if you don't take anything else from this podcast, do not talk to them on the phone because they are fast talkers. They will try to get over on you. They will try to get any information from you. They will try to get you to agree to pay even the smallest amount, even if they say, oh, if you just pay $20 today or if you uh, just pay $20 within the week. Um, we can work on a payment plan, things like that. That's fast talking. You don't even know if it's your debt yet, because like I said, it could take years and you haven't verified if it's even your debt yet. So what's best is to get them to uh, send you letters through the mail. And once you tell them that you only want correspondence through the mail, they should not call you at all anymore. And if they do keep a record of it each time they call you, because you can take legal action against that company and they know it, but they also know that a lot of people don't know their rights. So they tried these tactics anyway. Now, after you get correspondence through the mail, once they send you something, you have 30 days to respond. Once you send them something, um, they have 30 days to at least respond with something. It's a slow game, but it's better for you that way. So that you can read over it so that you can see what they're talking about. So they won't be able to fast talk you while you're on the phone. And it's less stress on you because some bill collection agencies, they don't they don't let up. They'll call you 20 times a day, all day, every day, which makes you more frustrated, which makes you more stressed, which is not good for your health. It's not good for your emotional health, your mental health, and even your your physical health, because stress at a certain level can cause major problems for your health. Now, I've talked and talked. Hopefully this helps somebody out there. If you like the information, um, please share it to people that, you know, people that you think might need to know this information. Comment on my page, Facebook, 
uh, at numbers girl or IG Instagram uh, at numbers underscore girl one. Tell me what you think about this podcast. Let me know um, if you've gone through bill collectors calling and things like that. Uh, And have a good day.